text PEN to 60777. Please, please don't forget to text PEN. Uh, you are <laughs> listening to Sam Peck and Mark Ellings on Wandsworth Radio. The show is called... Uh, shouldn't you be working? What do we do, Mark? Uh, we talk, talk, uh, talking on the radio about the dream things. You, oh, you're better at the intro. Yeah, I know. So essentially, we speak to people we've got dream jobs. Sometimes we haven't done that for about two weeks now, purely because people keep dropping last minute. Yeah. But this week we had uh, more of a, a rounded topic, which is on haircuts and dodgy haircuts specifically yeah all all of the different types the most expensive the worst ones and remedies for various hair conditions exactly and before we jump straight into a song i'm gonna put the texter out there for you the listeners of wandsworth radio i know you're doing your sunday roast right now but let's get you a shout out on wandsworth radio uh what's the most expensive haircut you've ever had and was it worth it (laughs) 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 and i will tell you how much mine, the most expensive haircut I've ever paid for, and then I bet you've only paid like one pound. Yeah, you, well, you spend too much on your hair. Yeah, but all of this fun to come ahead. And then we also do our festival recap, Restival, at the uh, second hour of the show. So you've got all of that to look forward to. It's now time for Fun, Fun, Fun by the Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Oh, yeah, this is Mark's song. Right? Take it away. Well, it's better than the one that you've got next. Yeah, here it is Fun, 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 the Beach Boys. Sorry, all right, fair enough. That was fun, fun, fun. <laughs> the Beach Boys, Nogaline, naff song, mate. Man, when that first started, you said that you did the normal thing where you don't know the names of any songs, and then you lost your mind. Yeah. Then at the end, you just burst into a rage, <laughs> swore at me. It's because it's boring that song. That song was literally like, oh, it was like, oh, wee, wee. <laughs> and then you said, I was like, what are we going to talk about next? And you're going to go, I- I'm going to ask how you are, and you're going to go, I need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to do that. But you can ask me how you are if you're a nice person. How are you, Mark? Disappointed. Why are you disappointed? <laughs> you saw what happened earlier. I did see, and it was a travesty as well. What happened? Tell the listeners. I've never seen it happen in my life. I bought, as I do, two eggs. Get my protein ahead. Yeah. One egg for each bicep. 100%. Smash my first egg. And to, me, to be honest, it's disgusting. It tastes like rubber. Pick up the second one. Bouncy like jelly. Falls on the floor. The floors of Wandsworth Radio. A dirtier than a London pavement. They are absolutely. I saw the egg. Um, the egg was just horrendous. The like it was, it was hairy. The egg, yeah, took on a coat of hair and filth. And, and then Sam was like, <laughs> "Sounds like just wash it and eat it." It's good, mate. We we live in de- we live in interesting times. You know, like you gotta you gotta fend for yourself and think it, about maybe the greater good of not just wasting one egg because it had a lot of lint on it. If it was, <laughs> it was very linty. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I probably wouldn't have eaten that egg. No. But it's one of those things where I'd probably say to someone else to eat the egg. But personally, I wouldn't yeah. eat the egg. If it was a you know, if, if it was the end times and it was a nuclear apocalypse, then yeah, I'd probably smash that egg. Uh, in a heartbeat yeah so I could carry on living but yeah when there's when the test goes next door and I can get another egg I'm do, you want, do, do you want it. a depressing fact you've eaten a lint covered egg no we throw away one third of all food 
What, me and you? Not me and you. <laughs> I've, I've been auditing I was like, it. I was like, have you been rifling through my pin? <laughs> yeah, just like, I know. But that makes me think, how do people know about the one-third fact? Are people literally rifling through people's bins? Uh, no. I, no. I think it's supermarkets, isn't it? What, they're just... Oh, what, they're doing it by, like, how much stuff they are throwing Like, away. gone off food, they throw it all away. Yeah, and to be fair, that's awful. But at the same time, the stuff that's on discounts usually on discount for a reason. You know, or, like, hasn't been bought up. Because yeah. if you put a steak out there, one pound... You know, there'll be fistfights for it. Yeah. But if you chuck out Brussels sprouts and, and leak, you're like, oh, I'm all right. I'm not going to have Brussels sprouts <laughs> on, in med, mid-June. You yeah, know? no. But uh, yourself, you okay? Anything's happened to you on the way in? Revelations. Yeah? Not the book of. The um, book of. <laughs> well, it is from a book, Grapes of Wrath, mate. Changing my life. John Steinbeck. If you haven't read it, go out there and read it. And mainly, the main reason I was having a go about the egg... Because it's about the poor people of America in the 1930s. It's the Dust sad. Bowl. Yeah. This is your um, recent quest you've gone on to become more cultured by reading old books that people talk about. 100%. I didn't go to like private school where essentially, you know, you're force-fed to do, force-fed, forced to do <laughs> rowing and wear white gloves. And I did row. Did I you learn Latin? I wasn't forced to. We, uh, no, so, funny, yeah, funny fact about the old Latin. Um, there were four sets in year seven and the parents chose if they wanted to study Latin and so uh, class A and B studied Latin class C and D didn't I was class C nice we did do Latin in year 10 so the, you, you like, did Latin yeah I so did Latin so you know any Latin uh, Caecilius est in vio or something like that atrium <laughs> Caecilius atrium. is a person and he's in the atrium aka the house I think is that it what about uh, the uh, you know the most tattooed slogan or words Carpe DM. Yeah, Carpe DM. Really know someone's cool dude when they've got Carpe DM. I know somebody's got a tattoo of Carpe DM on their thigh. I know someone who's got it on the inside of their bicep. It's just like that's not good. But the egg was very hairy, right? Would you say it needed a haircut? Oh, uh, it was in need of a trim. It did need a trim. And also, that would need that. That's not just a quick trim. That would have been a razor job. To be fair, what that really needed was like a. It just needed to be thrown away because it was yeah. absolutely disgusting. And it, it had a big crack in it from where it dropped, and inside the crack was more hair that's gross as well and it didn't look like head hair either no <laughs> we're gonna go for a song now i think and when we come back we're gonna be listening to we're gonna be discussing the most expensive haircuts we've had we still haven't done that yet and then we'll go into the most expensive haircuts oh, actually, of all time quickly on the latin thing i did latin in year 10 and no one was paying attention so much and everyone was mucking about in the class that they actually stopped it halfway through what do you mean just they, like stop latin they just said we're not going to do Latin anymore. And I think we literally just did an extra session of PE. That happened, yeah. With our rugby tour, not enough interest. Yeah, and that's what happens sometimes. But this next song is Avicii featuring Lenny Kravitz. One for you, mate. It's called Super Love. <laughs> I don't like Lenny Kravitz. Enjoy. It's Avicii, though. <laughs> what a legend. Miss you. <laughs> So that was Avicii featuring Lenny Kravitz. You're loud. It's called Super Love. Am I loud? Yeah. Am I distorting? Don't know. No, I think you're fine. That song was terrible. No, it wasn't. You always say that. It wasn't a vibe killer. You just got on your phone because immediately, because it's not for Sabian or Mumford or Sons. Surprise, we've got Mumford and Sons coming up next. Because Mark's like, song made me want to fall asleep. But 
Back to uh, haircuts. Yeah, turn the fan off. Sounds yeah. like we're in a wind tunnel. Yeah, I know, but my goodness, I need that fan. Yeah, right until now. I found out that you've been have you've taken it off the oscillate setting, so it's just on your legs. <laughs> it's because I need it. All right. Should we have some t- some quick tweets? Uh, yeah. About the expensive haircuts. Well, if you've got any. Yeah, we've got. Someone's been very specific about where they're from in Wandsworth as well. They've said Groves and Away. Well, we always said that we want their postcode and uh, account details. Exactly. But be careful, Sharon, from Groves and Away. She spent uh, £120 on a cut and blow dry once. Um, but I think a girls' hair. A cut and blow dry. But I think that's, too, that's girls' hair is different than guys' hair, isn't it? They, yeah, it costs more about 120 quid. That's Ma- That must be like Tony and Guy or something. Real big kashish. Um, any more tweeties? Tweetos? Uh, that's it for now. <laughs> okay. Um, so, on to expensive haircuts that we know about. Yes. Do What's you... the most expensive haircut you've had, Mark? Personally, I think £24. £24? And I was furious that I paid. That's pocket change, mate. <laughs> but... You let's talk about why the haircut is so expensive, right? So first things first, any guy haircut should probably be like eleven to fourteen pounds. That's absolutely incorrect. The only reason you're paying premium cash is because you get a beer while you wait. No, I'm not one of those guys. You, I have a water and maybe some pretzels if they have them. I've never ever been to a hairdresser's that offer me any sort of snack or drink. I go, to, I've only ever been to hairdressers where they've offered me snacks and drinks and the places I have been where I had a five pound haircut, it was <coughs> literally the worst haircut I think I've ever had. I could see, so I, I've got very thick hair. Yes, you Double do. cowlick, I've actually got triple cowlick and I've actually got four cowlicks on my head. So I've got two at the back, one at the back, right at the back on the neck and then one on my f- front neck. Oh, great. Like in my beard, so like loads of cowlicks anyway had the haircut and I was like, can you thin it out? And he was like, yeah, sure. And usually nice hairdressers, they do it properly. Yeah. This place held me like a sheep and just like <laughs> sheared me. He did it so badly that you could actually see through my hair. Yeah. <laughs> and like there was like two distinct levels. One where it was like thick hair at the bottom and one where it was thin hair at the top. I was like, you've ruined my haircut. And you didn't even get your pretzels. Didn't even get a bleeding pretzel. Did you get a good haircut for 24 pounds though? Um... No, that, that's the thing. I because I, the reason why you're being ripped off in these places is because they give you a Peroni, and they make you feel nice. They make you feel nice. Yeah, exactly. And and also they talk to you too much. And that's a whole other conversation we can talk about. Hairdresser etiquette. That's coming up later. That is coming up later. But I know that my friends who will regularly pay forty pounds, and they're like, if you don't pay, you're not getting the top qual. Mate, I'm paying thirty eight every time. That's ridiculous. And that's with a discount. Do they um wash your hair? They do the full works. Like, literally, I'm not going to lie, it's great. I go in there, they all know my name. They're like, hey, Sam, how's uh, it going? And I'm like, Bianca, I hope you're all right. Her name is literally Bianca. We chat Love Island for a minute. We have a nice little back and forth. She's like, ha, ha, ha. Then I go over to Zoe, my hairdresser. She's really nice. We chat. She does ballroom dance. We know You her. always have the same hairdresser? Always. I literally don't go anyone else except from Zoe. Zoe's got the... She's got mad skills. Oh, yeah. Man. Then we go over, separate person washes my hair. <laughs> this is why there's already like three people's wages involved. Like some celebrity. <laughs> yeah, but someone washes my hair. They even put oil in my hair. They give my he- myself a head massage. Probably the best thing I do in all four weeks. Yeah. Oil yeah. your hair. They, oil, they put like this oil in it. It's amazing. And then they give me a little head massage. And then I go over and let the cut begin. Takes about 35 minutes in total. Nice. That's Of just cutting. See, I'm, a, I'm on the different side of the uh, scale I prefer to be anonymous in the hairdresser and I don't want the same one every time because that means that we have something to talk about. 
Really? But how do you know, what, what do you ask for? I just say, um, what do I say? I say three on the sides and then enough off the top uh, to take the mess out. And they know what that means. That's a good code. For me, I, I'm like a bumbling mess. I'm like, I don't know what I want. And they're like, what do you want? And I stress them out because I don't know what I want. But <laughs> now I've got, I've been to the same hairdresser for a year, nearly. Wow. Yeah. And literally I go and then she goes, same again. I'm like, Zoe, you know it. Well, how often are you going for one? Every four weeks. Every four weeks? Yeah, I've got a hair that grows, bruh. So you've got a subscription, £38 yeah. a month. But the most expensive haircut I had was in Shoreditch. Yeah. £58. And it took, not even joking, two hours. And they were cutting like, in not even inches, like millimetres at a time. Was like, it the best haircut you've ever had? Most box that. It literally looked like they just used some clippers. But it was like, is that the skill that they have that they can use clippers? But yeah. Like they, they use scissors that make it look like clippers. And I'm like... Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, I don't, yeah, I don't need that skill. No. I don't need to pay a premium for something that someone can do with a razor. I get nervous when they bring out the heck, uh, the old, uh, what are they, scissors? Scissoroos. Because... <laughs> the old scissoroos. Because, you know, it's, I mean, the thing, uh, this is the mind-blowing thing about haircuts for me, right? The top bit, they always do with the scissors. Yeah. What, and they go, how much do you want off? And they use their two fingers, right? Yeah. How, how, how well are they actually judging that, right? Because they just pull that up, chop a bit off. It could be all over the place. You don't know. I don't know how that, I think it's literally school, hairdressing school, which they'll probably go through, which which will probably do it for them. Have you ever cried during a haircut? Um, when we were younger, no, when I was really young, I didn't cry, but I, I nearly did because uh, the hairdresser back home had a parrot and it used to sit next to you while you got your haircut. And I, it just freaked me out so much because <laughs> you couldn't move because you're getting your haircut and the same time a parrot's looking at you. Like it's going to uh, peck your eye out. And it's like being in a stress position. I would have told them anything. It's like being interrogated. That sounds, you're such a pansy. I had a haircut where I did cry. But it was because. How long ago? Oh, I think I might have been about 12. So I was too old to cry from a haircut. But I was getting my haircut. And I was at my mum's friend's house. And they were like, oh, we cut our kids' hair all the time. And it was like, oh, right. And my mum was like, can you cut Sam's hair? And it was like, no. well, mum, like, I don't know if I want a haircut from these people. But as you're 12, it's like, i got to do it. So they began the haircut, Mark. Look at me. Stop being on Facebook. What are you looking just at? Just got a tweet. So. Did we? Yeah. Shut up. No <laughs> no, carry on. Anyway, um, but essentially getting a haircut and I, I didn't want the haircut. And he was like, sit down, sat me down, got the clippers out. I had gel in my hair. Ooh. Didn't even wash it out or anything. And it just went, and it was like pulling clumps of my hair out. And it was like yanking it. And it was like, please stop. And he was like, don't be a baby. And I was like, this is way too traumatic to be a haircut. How, long, how did you look afterwards? Awful. Obviously, I'd like a skinhead. Yeah, but how old were you? 12 years old? Yeah, but Who 12... are you trying to impress? Kids, I was fat. As you know, you were fat. Hair's all you got when you're fat. I, uh, well, it's, when you're younger, you always go, you always try and go for whoever's coolest in the media at the time, right? So you go like, I want to look like David Beckham. And they're like, this is not the haircut that's holding you back, mate. You weigh 15 stone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and you're eight years old. It's like, nah, it's a fair shout. But I'll tell you, who does Does the Mumford and Sons have a good haircut? Nah, Marcus Mumford has a very just standard haircut. I mean, I think he's, I mean, how old is he now? He must be late 30s. He's got a good amount of hair. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. Has he got a lion amount of hair? You mean like a mane? That would have been a better one. Yeah, or a 
Little Lion amount of hair because that's the next song. Um, Little Lion Man. Yeah. By Mumford and Sons. He was at the royal wedding. Of course, he was at the royal wedding. We're gonna talk about that. Wait, well, we get, was he at the was he at the royal wedding? Mumford and Sons guy was there. Marcus Mumford, of course. Yeah, he's just seeing he's in with everyone, you know. Oh, so jealous. I'm so jealous. I, I don't even want to play a song, but this is Mumford and Sons. Little Lion Man? Little Lion Man from the uh, first album, I think. Never even heard this song. You, here you have heard it. I haven't. I've never even heard Play it. Play it. All right, here it goes. It was not your fault but mine. And it was your heart on the line. I really fucked up this time. Deny my dear You just heard us drivel on about our boring, most expensive haircuts, but now let's give you some actual content about what are some of the most expensive haircuts Ever. in the world. And this isn't like shop-wise. Yeah. This is celeb-wise. Celeb-wise. Yeah, we're not saying like if you go down to the local barbers, like this is it. Yeah. So, um, well, sh- should we go top through the list quicker? Let's do top ten quick and then top three. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So should we start at ten? So go. coming in straight from the block at number ten. <laughs> J-Lo <laughs> and coming in quickly with a bunch of friends it's Jennifer Aniston how much is J-Lo's quickly actually J-Lo's is uh, 400 bucks uh, a, a pop 400 bucks a week apparently just to keep it trim Wowzers trousers Jennifer Aniston $600 a trim mental to serve it for a per service haircut from her stylist so I think a service haircut is if you're rich enough that you can also just get a haircut to r- make sure your trim is possible Exactly. Number eight. Number eight is really hiking up now. We're more than doubling in price. Rihanna, 2000 bucks a week. A week? That and is actually mental. And she hasn't even got that much hair. Yeah. What are you wasting your money on, Rihanna? There's other stuff. People are starving. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You don't have to. Well, if you think she's taking the mickey, number seven, it, turn the fan off, <laughs> is someone that I haven't heard of. Michael, well, have you heard haven't heard of Michael Douglas? Oh, Am I oh, breaking, by the way? Um, name three things about Michael Douglas. He was in Jewel of the N- Nile of the Jewel, Jewel of the Nile. He was in that film, and he's married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, okay, so they've adjusted for inflation here, which is quite nice. So it's a thousand bucks in 1969, which adjusts for inflation is six thousand bucks a week today. Well done to this survey that we made. He did. It's six thousand pounds a haircut. Yeah. And I think we're going to have to do the next seven, stick around, after the news. Next six. And it's DB straight into number six. Straight into number six is DB. So stick around for the top ten most expensive haircuts of all time on Shouldn't You Be Working on Wandsworth Radio with Sam Peck. Starting from number six. And what's your name? Mark Ellings. All right, here's the the news and some adverts. We love Wandsworth. We love Wandsworth. Wandsworth Radio. Feel your heartbeat. Can you feel your heartbeat? Well, I certainly can, because we are live. Well, Shouldn't you be working? If you can feel your heartbeat when we're sitting down now, you need to go to the doctors. Maybe. No, I think I do have some dodgy heart problems. Really? Yeah. Well, I, whenever I'm on that, like the the step later at the gym, yeah, I can definitely feel. Well, it says, and I'm holding on to the heartbeat monitor. Mm. It says your heartbeat is excessively high sometimes. Does it I'm go? Like, oh. Does it go? 
take care to feel your heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, every time. Feel your heartbeat. And, and then you touch your chest and you're like, oh my lord. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But we were counting down top 10 uh, most expensive haircuts of all time. We got to number seven, which was Michael Douglas. Mark doesn't know who Michael Douglas was. He's obviously Catherine Zeta-Jones' husband and was star of the film Jewel of the Nile. Who's number six? Is uh, Number six is Britain's favourite person, David Beckham. Requirement endorsement. Oh, he requirement for his endorsement contract to Brill Cream. He had to get a haircut scheduled six thousand bucks as well, in modern day money. So what? Six thousand pounds a haircut. So he's joint tied with old Douglas for the uh, for the seven, for the six slot. Six slot number five comes in Beverly Latio. I yeah, I don't know who this is. I think she's like an Italian billionaire's. I, she's either an Italian billionaire or she's married to an Italian billionaire. But yeah, so she paid sixteen thousand bucks. That was paid for the locks of Italian billionaire Beverly Latia from Pisa. Pisa. Sixteen thousand pounds. That's a lot of money. I know you've wow, probably man. got too much money if you can afford to spend it on that. And number four, it's the Sultan Hassanal Bolkia. And I'm looking at him right now, and he doesn't have that much hair. And I'm not gonna lie, it's also not a great haircut. Like I can look, I'm looking at uh, Beverly, and I'm thinking, you know what? It looks technical. It does look like there's been a lot of work done. There's there. layers. Yeah. This guy, I'd honestly say it's a bad haircut. It's just such a standard haircut. So he pays. So Sultan of Brunei. So obviously he's got a few quid. A few. Pays twenty four thousand euros uh, for his barber to yeah ha- have a go at his hair on, at the Dorchester Hotel in London. Also, you know, if you're paying. Thirty-one thousand mm. dollars for a haircut for for a barber as well. Like, surely that barber's absolutely raking it in. Like, if how many people's hair is he cutting? He must do like two haircuts a year and be like, you know, I'm all right now. Yeah, and he's made himself a decent earning. So, and this, well, the Sultan, the Sultan himself is worth seventeen billion. So it's just a drop in the old aqua vitae. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for him, and then uh, we get into top three territory now, which we won't. We can spend that much time on them. No, but we'll just quickly drive through. Wouldn't be people that you would think they are. No, yeah. Well, but who would you think it was? I'd probably say J Lo. To be fair, she was number ten. And I would have thought David Beckham, but he, she, he's a uh, way up in number seven. So ben. next, third on the list is uh, Lady Eisenhower. So uh, old Ike's. Or is it? Who's, what's the name? First name of that president? Well, it's Pr- President Eisenhower's first lady. Is it Ike? I think it might be Ike. I think or he, Harold. He was nick. His sec. His he's Eisenhower, which was shortened to Ike. Okay, fair. But how much was her haircut? Well, oh, you're asking me that, mate, and I can't see the genuine price on this. No, me either. But reportedly, so <laughs> flashback to mid 1950s Washington when First Lady Mame. Eisenhower started a trend that gardened mixed reactions. It's named the Miami Bangs, and either loved or hated it at the time. The first lady got her famous bangs from Elizabeth Arden, who cut it and styled it for her. Oh, so essentially, what would happen is she would get hair cut for her in a wig from Paris and then sent over. Okay, so she bald. So she might have been bald. And here we go. It's just slightly further down in the article. Uh, It's something... All knockoffs. It doesn't say. Why oh. is that in the top? Well, apparently she had an expensive haircut. She had the third most expensive haircut, but apparently wouldn't tell people. So next on the list, number two is Jean-Paul de Horia. Yes. Who is a hair care guru himself, co-founder of the hair care company 
John Paul Mitchell Systems. Have you ever heard of John Paul Mitchell Systems? No, which again, I think we've taken a US space list. Yeah, because he's worth four billion pounds. What? Yeah, never heard of him. But guess how much his haircut was, Mark? I'm sure you can see the list. I uh, guess it's higher than 25 bucks a piece. Yeah, because that's apparently how much Eisenhower. Eisenhower was paying for his haircut, so I got in there. But he pays a whopping 40,000 pounds for a haircut. That is extortionate. That is actually and mental. That, and that's just to keep his um, trademark ponytail in check. And surely a ponytail maintenance is probably simple maintenance. Surely all you need is a hairband. Yeah, hairband and then every so often you just cut the old uh, end off. Yeah. Like, I can't see there being too much more than it. If anything, it's the hair of the tram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, well... <laughs> no, you need to brush it, don't you? Yeah. What are you going to say about that? Toneless and pig ponytails. I'll just say that it's like it's a pretty low maintenance haircut. It's not like <laughs> you need a short haircut. I think we're cracking up. I think we are. I think it's because it's too loud. You're like, make sure I'm louder. Yeah, <laughs> number one. So let's go to the song after this. Um, eight million pounds. So eight million pounds for a haircut is the most expensive haircut ever. But this was the amount she got paid for starring in the film. But one of the mega points of that was that she got her hair cut off whilst being role. filmed. Have you seen that? I haven't seen the film. Should we put... Should we put the listeners out of their misery of who paid eight, or who was paid eight million pounds for a haircut? I think she was actually paid eight million pounds for a haircut. Well, yeah, she yeah she did the film, but a, like a huge part of it was that she had to get a haircut. Which I mean, to be honest, you know, like eight million pounds, I'd get my haircut. I think I might even lose like three fingers. <laughs> like, not my important. I get my two little toes cut off for eight million. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'd do that. It'd help me out. Um, yeah, but so it is who. Anne Hathaway uh, paid or got paid eight million pounds to cut off her hair in Les Miserables. Yeah, which is a uh, good scene. She is did it? a good job. So what? It was a what, it was a scene in the film. Yeah, she has to sell her haircut to um, find money in the streets of Paris. Wow, are we ruining the film for her for people? No, no. This you know you everyone's at least knows the plotline of Les Mis. Do you not know? No. Nah. Well, I think it's about the French Revolution, isn't it? Yeah. And I'll tell you what the French Revolution did to a lot of people. Oh, God. It brought a lot of people down on their luck. Mm. They were down. They were sad. And they were down. And the next song <laughs> is Down by Marion Hill. And it's the Frankie Rosado remix. Massive banger. <laughs> it was a weak, tenuous link. But here it goes. It's Frankie Rosado with Down. That was Marion Hill down Frankie Rosado remix. Huge tune. Mark, I'm pretty certain you hate it. Yeah, that was so boring. And you had to cut it out early, you said yourself, because it was so long. Nah, it is a six-minute song, I'll give you that. And also, why is it so hot in the studio? <laughs> I am dying. I know. I don't know how we're going to do the uh, the whole slot. But, but So we're on the haircuts. What? <laughs> Without falling to, into our own... Death. Yeah, because I'm dehydrated. <laughs> We're not allowed water in the studio anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that may have been us. Do you remember? Yeah, I think it probably was you. Because you kept, you were awful in the studio. You put your feet up on the desk. Don't say this when management are listening. Yeah, but you do, though. I'm glad you stopped who, it. You were the one who spilt curry powder on the decks. That is not true. You spilt water all over the floor. Uh, a cup of water went on the floor, damaged nothing. You 
the reason why no one can adjust the volumes now is because uh, don't you dare because there's true. chicken seasoning in there. Hey, we never had chicken seasoning. What did we, we have? We had some sort of like <laughs> we had yeah we had chicken in the studio a few months ago before the rule was enforced. Yeah, exactly. And then a week later, the rules enforced. Yeah, there might have been some. Uh, We're such radio bad boys. I know. Look at such us. Such bad eating in the studio. There's a big sign behind you that says "No food or drink." <laughs> See me with my cocktail. Yum sandwich. So. Haircuts. Haircut etiquette. Um, so I, well, we have very different views, as you said, because you talk to your hairdresser. I am in the camp where I wish that uh, we didn't have to make small talk throughout the haircut. Yeah, but it's just because you're rude. You don't like <laughs> talking to anyone. Like, But what are you talking about? For How long does your haircut take? It must take quite a long time. 35 right? minutes, 40 minutes. And, but, and you talk about your hairdresser's dancing lessons yeah i'm just like what you're up to and she's like I mainly talk about holidays if anything i'm the hairdresser and she probably doesn't want to talk to me because yeah. i'm there going so you going on any holidays oh uh, yeah and then my well my hairdresser's a bit of a geezer and he always wants to talk about the football and then can also you, can you actually talk about the football though no well he does this thing now which i'm like you know this is borderline mate because you are supposed to be watching my hair he puts his phone on and watches the f1 no yeah that's the thing, like, how can you trust that person with your lovely locks? And then this is uh, one, do you close your eyes when you get your hair cut? No, because that's mental, and I'd have my eyes closed for 35 minutes. My friend <laughs> closes his eyes for the entire haircut. Why? They, they literally must be cutting his hair going, I've actually got a freak. Like, I know, something's I think wrong with them. But then I did it for a few seconds the other day, and I find getting my hair cut quite relaxing. I like the uh, feel of someone stroking the hair, you know? Yeah, I, I quite like it as well, but I don't... Like, actually, no, no, but I, I like having something, like someone's hair, hands through my hair. It's like relaxing, isn't it? Yeah. But to, why would you have your eyes closed? I get it's stressful because it can be stressful. But do you tip? Uh, no, and I do feel bad sometimes. But then in the age of the card, you know, I'm not going to whip out some coinage. I didn't even think like tipping was a thing. Well, no, definitely for the pair cuts you go to because they're fancy and, you know, they, they're they giving you, like, a super service. Yeah, but what, do they expect a tip on on top of £38? Because they can actually swivel. <laughs> the reason why they do that £38 nonsense is because they're expecting you to round it up to 40 Yeah, but that's like classic, we're not doing a like, marketing, price marketing course here. But it's true. It's like uh, my haircut's 14 because they think you're going to round it up to 15 why don't, well, you, should, you know, if they do by that logic, just like ran out to 100, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solid logic. Yeah, ran out to a grand for all so, I care. Do, so, so, okay, so say you're sat down in the barbers, yeah? Yeah. And Johnny, your hairdresser, goes, you had a nice day? Does he yeah. say things like that? I go, fine, thanks. All oh, right, and then you've immediately shut down the conversation. <laughs> it really depends. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard for me to carry on because ah. they go I go because I'm like how many haircuts you done today and they're like loads and I'm like wow and then but one thing I do ask is um, got any people renting a chair at the moment? Crikey, look at you, cruel businessman! <laughs> you got any chair rentals? Because that's a, that's a inside uh, knowledge. Yeah, but they probably just think oh this kid here thinks he knows the business. Do you rent a chair and they go I do and then I go cool. And you go, nice. I go, how's Susie? And he goes, who's Susie? And I go, I've seen your Instagram. I've seen your Instagram. And then he stop that. trying to be so personal with everyone. Um, but you don't say hello to anyone. Like, we're, we're going in somewhere, <laughs> and I'll be like, thanks, because someone's held the door open. And you just, like, walk past them. 
and you're like, yeah, someone's like, oh, how are you? And you're like, go away. But you are a loner, though. And that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, denied. No, it's just that I am... Um, no, I talk to everyone nicely, but you're uh, constantly trying to validate yourself by uh, being overly friendly, hoping that they'll be like, that guy was so cool. What's the Instagram? And then you will actually ask people if they're on Instagram as well. Yeah, because I think it's a nice way of connecting with people. <laughs> Unlike you, it's like... Oh, God, send social me, media. Send me oh, in the post. You're a radio presenter, mate. <laughs> Go try out there. Try and get it out there. You're like, people just listen. It's like people don't just do that. People, if you build it, they will, they will come. Um, oh, look, so we're looking at um, hair, hair salon etiquette and chattiness, yes or nay, yay or nay. Yeah. The majority of the hairdressers interviewed say uh, they don't mind. <laughs> That's the Which fact. Which is inconclusive. That is a rubbish, Some, rubbish fact. Someone said yay or nay, and then a brio put uh, chatty or not chatty, it doesn't matter. It's part of our job to connect with the client and vibe off of them. I'm happy either way. So that's a very inconclusive statement. That is massively inconclusive. So if anyone wants to say definitively yes or no. Yeah, let us know. Tweet us, because that's what we're looking for, all right? Would we, you look your hairdressers in the eyes? Yeah, I look at the hairdressers in the eyes, and we're going to come back to that in five seconds. I wear funny. <laughs> I just thought, uh, yeah, I thought we'd do a little bit of a, a quick little bit of radio there, where you chuck in like a like a little mini thing. <laughs> what are you on about? You know when like you listen you know, to like uh, other DJs, and they're just like they chuck in the the, the radio. You know, Greg James thing. and Nick Grimshaw are kind of doing that hide and seek thing. Yeah, and apparently, like, millions of people are listening as well. I reckon if we did that, we'd never be found, even if we said our location. <laughs> I think our parents would take a while to find us. We were like, what? And then, uh, and because, uh, well, because uh, we've got three listeners and this radio station is. Remember when we first tried to find it? It's really hard to find. <laughs> it's like. You have to like uh, go via the Tesco into a corridor and then eventually you'll find it. And then you've got to be like, we've, I think we're here. Yeah. But once you're here, you obviously realise it's So if anyone stadium. finds us, you know, there's an Apple Watch waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> and after this song by Neckliff uh, and featuring Mary SK, first dot, uh, we're going to talk about treatness, uh, treatments for hair loss. Hair loss but hair the weirdest loss. ones in the world. So stick around if you're bald or if you just want to find out some funny treatments for male baldness. But here it is, Neckliff, Mary SK, first off. You're listening to Sam Peck on... Shouldn't You Be Working? And who are you? Mark Ellings. And what's the show called? Shouldn't You Be Working? And what's the radio station called? Wandsworth Radio. Exactly. Full marks, Mark. Usually you don't get that many marks. Usually you're like... <gasps> but Mark <laughs> is not doing well today, are you, mate? I don't know what's happened. I mean, we're, we're not hungover today, which we normally are. Yeah. Maybe you, I was drinking all day, but... Uh, you're definitely hungover. I just think I'm knackered, and the heat of this place is uh, making me feel faint. I literally think you could bake a cake in here. You could bake a cake. Like, it's baking my brain in here a little bit. You could leave some cookie dough out, and it would turn into uh, sweet cookies. Sweet, delicious cookies. Scout cookies to sell to uh, the neighbours. Exactly. What hairstyles do you think should never come back in style? Mullet. Do you think the mullet should never come back in? I think it is coming back. 
Do you know? But I think it's been coming back for ages, and it's just we'll never come back because it's terrible. Everything. No, I think Stranger Things has brought back the mullet. Who? What? Because of Steve Harrington. Yes. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, the kind of like jockey one. He's cool. He is cool. Yeah, I like I like Steve Harrington. Uh, the mullet, um, the mohawk. Not not the cool punk mohawk. I mean, like the loser mohawk where you still got all your hair, you know, but you kind of make like spike it into a dome. I think the mullet is like any of the kind of mullets are. You know, the, not the mullets, the mohawks. So like, even David Beckham's mohawk was just terrible. No, yeah, I mean, all like mohawks that you're trying to just live in everyday life are lame. Punk mohawks are cool, like when they actually go full on using egg whites to spike their hair, that sort of thing. What's your view on a man bun? Um, where is it on the body? I mean, on the head. On a body? What do you mean? A man bun? Oh, what? Like, is it like a just a ponytail, or is it more like a, a bun at the top? I mean, yeah, like it's the man bun. Everyone, I think everyone's given up hating on that now, isn't it? Like the. Uh, I think it's just accepted. Like business people have man buns now. Yeah. And which it could be a little good. Um, I I prefer the man bun to the ponytail on the bloke, if I'm honest. Yeah, me too. But a man, it, oh, it annoys me. The only reason it annoys me is because it's. Is it just because it's just on top? <laughs> the only reason it annoys me is because I'm jealous that they've got enough hair to create a man bun. Yeah, you've got a widow's peak. What a widow's peak? <laughs> yeah, that essentially means you're balding. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm actually managing to keep it in place right now, but I can tell that. I mean, you're, are you going to have hair all your life? You I'm going to 100% have hair my whole life. I've got a luscious <laughs> long. You look like a werewolf. Yeah, I need a haircut, if anything. But I'll tell you what is another bad haircut. Curtains. And that yeah. definitely is going to come back. I think it's... Yeah, that is already coming back. But I think I've seen people with curtains, and they look quite cool. Like, it's just weird, because, like, curtains, literally, when I was growing up, when I was, like, 15, worst thing you could physically think of having. Now, kids have them, and it's like... Essentially, it's, it's good-looking people who have could wear any kind of haircut exactly yeah you've just got to be really good looking and then everyone goes whoa he's actually managing to pull that off whereas if a normal person wears and they go what are you yeah doing? you look awful it's kind of like frosted tips because again yeah that's coming back is that coming back that's coming back I'm no it's not people like um people like street boys who wear supreme 15 year olds they're getting their frosted tips absolute mental like I just can only think that they're just wasting their life getting frosted tips. But at the same time... Do you remember uh, Ice Gems, the food? Yes, I do, because it's the best thing in the world. Oh, they were so good. Is that, is that the comment? That, that, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> well, we actually now have to go to the news quickly. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about treatments, or the weirdest treatments for going bald. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. We're going to do that. That's what we were supposed to do. We just didn't do that. Here it goes. Here's the news.